Yechezkel chapter 42. Chapter 42 is a continuation of the tour that's given Yechezkel by this uh, being. And I think at this point, before we continue with 42, it's important to get a sense, an overall sense, of the uh, temple that Yechezkel is being shown, the envisioning. And there's a tour, and the structure of the temple overall is the following, the spaces of the temple. There's an outer wall which goes all around the temple, and that's in our chapter, 500 cubits by 500 cubits, it's a square space. There are gates on the east, on the north, and the south. There is no gate on the west. When you enter into this sacred space, you walk up a set of steps. There are seven steps which take you in to the space. When you enter into the space, there's a vestibule, there's an entranceway. Inside the entranceway, there seem to be several recesses and spaces between the recesses. It's not completely clear what those are about, but presumably... In those spaces are stationed guards of the temple. We know that the Levim uh, in the book of Yechezkel are specifically told, and we'll get there, that their role is to guard the temple. So these are guards. And when you get through that space, you come to a very large space. It's called the Chatzer, a courtyard. So let's call it, well, the book calls it Chatzer HaChitzona, the outer courtyard. That's a large space. And that space is occupied by Israelites. It's occupied by the Levim. That's how chapter 42 begins. So in chapter 42, he's being led, Yechezkel's being led once again to the outer, to the outer courtyard. In the previous chapter, he was being led to the to the Heichal, to the inner courtyard, as it were. Now, the inner courtyard, in order to get to the inner courtyard, you also walk up a bunch of steps. To the inner courtyard, we are told, there are eight steps. Eight steps to the inner courtyard. It's actually interesting. It's a total of 15 steps. And when you walk up those steps, once again, there's an entranceway, once again, and the inner gate, inner entranceway, and that brings you to the inner courtyard. The inner courtyard is the place where the kohanim, where the priests will work, priests will function. And in that space, in this inner courtyard, right smack in the middle of the entire project, there is an, an, a large altar. There's a mizbeach. And the book of Yechezkel describes the Mizbeach, what it looks like. It's essentially a square Mizbeach, built out of a set of squares. And this Mizbeach, this altar, stands right in the middle of the inner courtyard. Moving forward, moving forward, there are another set of steps. And there are ten steps that take you up to what we would call the, uh, the temple. Now, what's interesting about this temple is 
the temple consists of two different, two different parts. First, once again, there's an entranceway. There's more than one entranceway. The entranceway is narrow as you go in. And within the temple proper, there are two parts to it. There is what we would call the Heichal, which is the part of the temple, for example, in Solomon's temple in the Torah, in the Mishkan. So you have the Heichal and you have the Kodesh Kodeshim. The Heichal is where the menorah is, is where the incense altar is, um, is where the table with the showbread is. That's the Heichal. And then further inside, you have the Holy of Holies, where there is an ark. This space in Yechezkel's temple is interesting because the Heichal, the space before the Holy of Holies, let's call it that, or what is called the Devere, for example, in Solomon's temple, 40 cubits by 20 cubits, has seems to have explicitly in the text only one vessel there. We spoke of this. And it's called, this is the table that stands before God. It's called the Mizbeach, it's called an altar, it's called the table. And most likely, it is the table upon which the showbread is placed, called Rechem HaPanim. No other vessel is mentioned. There's no menorah, there's no incense altar, and you have this one table, and then you get to the Holy of Holies. Now, the Holy of Holies is a space 20 by 20. Once again, it's a square. Many of these uh Scholars who have studied the book of Yechezkel point out that for whatever reason, the square seems to be the shape that Yechezkel identifies with the most holy things. So you have the, in the inner, innermost, the holy of holies, but there's no mention at all of any, of anything that is present in the holy of holies. We would expect to find the ark. There's no mention of the ark. There's no mention of the kruvim. There's no mention of the kaporet. Not, nothing at all is mentioned. This seems to be God's place. Many of the traditional commentaries presume that these vessels are there. But in point of fact, in the book of Yechezkel, it never mentions them at all. So we're moving from east to west. The, if you move from east to west, as we move progressively towards the west, we have these holy spaces. And then there's something very curious about Yechezkel's temple, there's something behind the Holy of Holies. And what's behind the Holy of Holies is two things. And that's the beginning of chapter 42. They are mysterious. Chapter 42, verse number one, Vayotzieni he took me by way of the northern gate into the outer court, led me westward, up, and here they tr- translate a complex of chambers, Gizra, that ran parallel to the northern ends of the vacant space and the structure. So vacant space and st- structure, there's Gizra and there's Binyan. Now, we are told in the book of Yechezkel, the measurements that the Gizra is 20 cubits, and the binyan is 80 cubits, that we're told. This is behind the Holy of Holies. But we're never told what these two buildings uh, are for. It's a great mystery. We can speculate. Maybe we'll have an opportunity later to speculate what these buildings are actually about. It's very hard to know. 
That fundamentally are the spaces of the temple. Now, alongside, alongside this inner space, alongside the inner space are other two other spaces, and in those spaces, the priests will partake of the sacrifices. There's a very sharp division between the area occupied by the priests and the area occupied by the others. By the others, there could be uh, Israelites who come to bring sacrifices and the Levium who are functioning in the temple as representatives of the those bringing sacrifices. They slaughter the sacrifices for the Israelites. The Israelites don't actually slaughter sacrifices. In the Torah they do. In the book of Ayikra, you bring your own sacrifice, you can slaughter the sacrifice. Not so in Yechezkel. In Yechezkel, the Levium have this particular role. The other role of the Levium is to guard, is to guard the temple. So this is essentially the space that Yechezkel envisions. And in chapter 42, again, he's being taken on this tour. And what's interesting is the very last verse of chapter 42, it says in the end of chapter 42, that once again, this, this being is measuring. Measuring is very significant. It measures out the space of the whole space altogether. Last verse, Ruchot so he measures out on each side of this temple 500 cubits. The space is 500 cubits by 500 cubits. And the last words are to separate the holy from the not holy. And that seems to be at the center of Yechezkel's vision. What it's all about is setting up a separate, discrete uh, space, which will be God's space. And then there are divisions within that space. There, the priests have one place, the Levium and Israel has a different place. Foreigners are not allowed in Yechezkel's temple. And then there's the most inner space, which is God's space. And from a plain reading of Yechezkel, Nobody ever enters that space. In the Torah, the high priest enters once a year to purify the temple. For Yechezkel, the temple also has to be purified, despite the fact that in the previous chapters, Gog and Magog, God has poured God's spirit upon the people, but the temple still requires purification. But the purification does not take place on Yom Kippur. In fact, Yom Kippur is never mentioned in Yechezkel altogether. The purification will take place at a different time of the year. So this is important as we proceed through the guided tour to get a sense of the spaces that Yechezkel envisions.